Also, ladies, I just want to say, oh God, he knew you was big. Get naked. <laughs> That's also true. I knew that beforehand. <laughs>
you're hearing the the drum line, you know what I'm saying? Right. You you seeing you seeing people while like you seeing the tourists, this and the third. And despite what people want to say, you know what I'm saying, that's a major part of New Orleans too, just seeing the different kind of cultures, the different kind of people coming together and having a good time. It don't really be no bullshit. And then the last place was uh it's called Morrow's. Morrow's, yeah. Yeah, and that was just like <sighs> The food just tasted like home. And I don't mean like home, like here. I just mean like it's homely. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, it's off, well, it's in the French Quarter, it's out the way a little bit. So it's not like in the main part where everybody's turning up or whatever. Even though we did run into what, a, a bunny, bunny parade. <laughs> we ran into a bunny parade, but the food was excellent. The service was good. And they, and they did what I owe want more black restaurants to do play the music we want to hear but play it low so we can still jam but we still can talk without yelling right. at each other so right tomorrow's is fun right it's fun it's, it's easy for you to talk to people but you still can hear your jam that you want to listen to also most of the people that when i did the review for tomorrow's the other people that i knew they was like man i didn't get a chance to go i was like well the place is oh, kind of yeah. small <laughs> they they everybody told me the same thing. Like you, you might not get it, but I don't know how it happened. But by the, I guess because it was my birthday, by the grace of God, that you table feel right not where feel right in your hands, man. That's <laughs> about what a table of eight open right off. I said, bet we in there. <laughs> we were definitely like, oh man, all of us have been in here. Cause hey, I think somebody was late, and we was like, nah, table six. <laughs> <laughs> we said, yeah, let's switch you up, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Type of shit. We we gonna go ahead and sit down while we get a chance, you know. So we had to get in where we fit in. Right, right. So yeah, I had to talk about that trip because that was a fun trip. That was one of my favorite New Orleans trips. Um, next to the stripper and catfish. Next to that, but that's second favorite. <laughs> the stripper where? The stripper and catfish. That's a, yeah. That's a story I forgot to tell you about. <laughs> okay, we, we talk yeah. about that. We'll talk about that later. And then the last one was um. Well, we went for a birthday party and the dude I got kicked out of his room by his girlfriend. That was hilarious. That's crazy. I'm sad, but hilarious. That's crazy in itself. Yeah. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. I was sitting there like, bro, is he still out there? I mean, I guess he had nowhere else to go. <laughs> he had nowhere else to go. She bounced. Went home. Yeah. Um, home, I home. think yeah, New Orleans is always a good place to eat. Tampa is very low. Very underrated when it comes to good eating in uh, Birmingham, too. Yeah, Birmingham was a sleeper. Definitely a sleeper. And it's like a cooler spot like actually hang out, too. So you got to deal with them hick towns, but you're going to get through. Yeah, you're going to get through. You're going to get through. You're going to get past all that. You might not see one police car. Yeah. One. Like, Uno, I literally drove. When we drove to Atlanta, I saw one police car the whole way to Birmingham. One. Yeah, but the thing about it going through Alabama, the way them the the speed yeah, is just like the changes so fast, like yeah, go from four to five to thirty and they expect you to slow down and they I think my mama had got a ticket once when she was taking me to school when I was going to Chattanooga. I was like, where did the man come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, he pulled out his driveway to come get us. <laughs> Man pulled out of nowhere. That man pulled out behind the pole that's holding up the bridge. Right. 
But yeah, man, I talk about the trip. That was a good trip. Also, man, I know you're learning about bartending, so yeah. you know me, John, Uncle Time. Um, <laughs> what were the things you learned from bartending that you didn't already know? Well, you know, I thought events for quite some time, so I always made different concoctions or whatnot. But uh, how tight, I guess, like how related to uh, cooking it really is. Like you can break it down to a science. Like you can break it down like this liquor is this dense, this liquor is that dense, and different ingredients to put in. And as long as you know how it tastes, you can pretty much make any kind of drink taste good. You get the right – but – what I have noticed is if you get the measurements wrong, like too wrong, like let's say you put too much bitter, too many shakes of bitter, or you put too much sour mix, it's like it's ruined the whole drink. I don't mean like a lot. I mean just like just a tinge too much. <laughs> it can mess up your entire drink. So it made me have to be more um more aware and more tedious about making the drinks, like actual drinks instead of, you know, my little, my little punches. Like, so it's that, um, just paying attention to the people that you're dealing with. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? How fast they like to drink, uh, just like the little things that can help you make more money. You know what I'm saying? The people that want to be left alone, you can tell that people that want to talk, uh, <laughs> So it makes you more aware of what people got going on. But the process of like actually getting your license is actually easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you end up a couple of hours on some online class, take some tests and boom, you you certified. Uh-huh. So really just hop on YouTube, buy you the supplies off the Amazon and just, what I did was I threw a couple of house parties and I was like, man, just give me $10. And I make handcraft drinks all night. That's what I did. And told them, give me their opinions on what need to be better. Woo-woo. And so everybody got drunk. And I got my, my fair reviews on what kind of drinks I need to work on and whatnot. Because, like, I'm not a vodka person at all. So That is true. You know what I'm saying? Anything dealing with vodka and the drinks, I wouldn't personally know because I wouldn't want to know, like, what it should taste like. So I, I purposely invited people. All right, cool. These these three drink vodka. That's what they mainly drink on. So boom, these people do tequila and these people do whiskeys. So uh, you just kind of gotta, like I said, know who you catering to when you serving, and you just gotta know your speed. Like honestly, I couldn't work in a, a club. Mm. I I would need to work in like a restaurant or, or like an actual yeah, a bar, bar mm-hmm. lounge. You know what I'm saying? Something that's more laid back. And I don't mean like a super busy bar that's hectic. That I gotta just pump out a whole bunch of drinks. I mean, like the actual, like you going to Cheers type of bar. Everybody knows your name. Everybody know your name. You know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? You can sit back and build a relationship with people because I, I work at my own pace. I get the job done, but uh-huh. I just don't want to feel rushed. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think for me, the best aspect of bartending is dealing with the people, talking to people. Speaking of the show Cheers, I rewatched it. Have um, I watched it? No, I said I rewatched it. Oh, for real? Like from start to finish? Yeah. Okay. Norm was in every episode. That's the uh, mailman, right? Yeah, the um now the dude that was at the end of this with the curly hair with the suit on. Yeah, okay. So he was the other one. The other okay, dude. Guy. He was in every episode. Yeah, man. You know he had to get his drinks in. Yeah, but I always wonder, like, how many drinks did he have? 
I do wonder, like, in movies and stuff, do they really be drinking like that? They don't. Because some of that stuff be looking like real alcohol. Most of it is water, from what I was told. But no. Norm was putting them down. If I don't know. I'm going to find out the math or what, how much beer costs around that time. And it was probably like 2 $3. Yeah, so, hmm, yeah, he was probably, yeah, he was deep in debt in them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He probably came in there with spaghetti 10, gave him his, like, 2 3 you know what I'm saying? Sam probably gave him one on the house because he a regular, so. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah his tab was, you know, the tab just was real. And you ever noticed, like, in all the shows and movies, they're like, I'll oh, just put it on my tab. Like, fam, you you harness in debt, brother. I need you to uh, take care of this. <laughs> and Norm was one of them. At one point, he was like, what was it, like 1000 at one point? So beers were like $1, $2 around that time. Yeah, like he had to be put down. Plenty of, plenty of them were there for years. Years. And he was skinny at first. When they had to, they pulled out the picture book, he was like, yeah. yeah, I remember when he was just skinny by at the bar. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, Norm. Poor Norm. Nobody wanted to help him. All right, now to the food. What's in your fridge right now? In my fridge right now? Uh, as far as cooked food or just... Uh, cooked food, uncooked food? I got... Uh, so I cooked yesterday some honey Cajun chicken breast, pasta salad, and some green beans, some French style green beans. I always try to keep some fresh stuff, so you know, like celery, onions, bell peppers, kale, spinach, cucumbers, oranges, and Stuff like that. Then of course got got a daughter, so she like her apple juice, and her, I give her cranberry juice and the almond milk because you know can't do the dairy, the real dairy. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Some of that, and then I actually start cooking with butter now, like real butter, and it does make a difference with the flavor of your food. Like my my favorite profile has gone up so much, so I started using butter. Uh, what else is in there, John, bro? My freezer full of meat. <laughs> like, I, cause, like, every time I go to the grocery store, I always buy a pack for no reason. Like, I come home, and I'm, bagging up, I'm bagging up chicken. Yeah, you know, like, end of the world type shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially a doomsday prepper with meat. I ain't gonna lie, I do want a deep freezer. Like, I wish I had a bigger kitchen because it's like two more, uh, two or three more cooking uh, utensils, appliances that I want. I want a, a, a pizza maker, like a mini oven. Yeah. On one of them. I want a, a pressure cooker. Hmm. Okay. I just want some more, like, pots and pans. Like, some... I want to walk. And I just really want, like, some more pots and pans, like, restaurant style. Like, the ones I have, is they work fine. They're great. I just really want some, like, you just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I really want my kitchen and, to look like um, some restaurant it. kitchen. Yeah, just people coming like, like, oh, your pot shiny. Yeah, like watch them every night. Yeah, like I want <laughs> and <laughs> I want like a big counter space. I give me like a big, like two inch cutting board, like a two inch thick cutting board, and like yeah, so because I so, like hosting people, so you know what I'm right. saying. I want I want that kitchen to be like. I, you know, you ever seen Love and the Listed? Like, I'm the guy who's like, hey, this kitchen ain't right. We're not, we not moving. Like, we got to go. Yeah, you're going to be like, um, bro, this kitchen, um, ain't enough leg room in here. We need to go. 
Yeah, no, we need to. I need that. Yeah, we I need, need that. We need we need to change out this cabinet over here. We need to move this out the way. We're gonna make some work. Nah, some and knock this wall off. I need more cabinets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my deep freeze need to be right here. This need yeah. room right here. Can't even lie, I'm definitely gonna be the guy, especially when I get a house and I get it's, it's like it's a garage. I'm definitely gonna deep freeze and a second uh refrigerator. I don't blame you. That's what is that what all people do now? Like back in that day, around that time, like a lot of people had that extra refrigerator, extra deep freezer. I mean, it's smart because you know, you know. It's better to, like I said, go ahead and stock up and a whole bunch of stuff. That way you don't constantly have to go to the grocery store consistently. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you know what you're cooking all the time, you primarily eat, it's better to just go ahead, get a Sam's card, a Costco card, and buy it in bulk. Right. Versus you constantly go taking the trip, going to what you call it, carrying the grocery, this and the third. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know I predominantly eat chicken a lot. The chicken and seafood, mainly shrimp and uh, you know, scallions and, and salmon. I'm trying to get into, you know, what I'm saying. All right, I got into cooking tuna, tuna steaks too. Delicious. Mm, they are. So, yeah. So I've been trying to like open up and challenge myself for cooking different things. I've been trying to cook different styles or use different type of seasons just for like, I might cook it my way, but with their, you know, what I'm saying with different. The seasoning, like I've been using turmeric a lot lately on my it's busting. Yeah. Uh, so also adds another texture when you fry it though too. Yeah, and then uh like I've been what I've been doing a lot lately now is pan searing it, then baking it. Mm. And it, it made the chicken, like every piece of chicken is juice, even the breast. You know, normally the breast is the first thing to dry out, but you pan sear it and then throw it in the oven at 350. You go and complete everything else you got to do. You pull it on out. It's still juicy, everything cool. And let's say you messed around through some potatoes or something in there. Nah, it's fire. Then I try to learn to use different fats. I need to ask you, remind me with that question because I need to go buy some more duck fat. Oh, duck fat to sleep. Mm -hmm. Duck fat fries. Duck fat and truffle, truffle oil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna take it to the next level. So whole nother level over here. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to take this. I'm trying to. You know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to work that up. I don't blame you. Cooking is great. Cooking is great. Speaking of cooking, you know I told you I got my own version of a fuck Mary Kill game. It's called Fried Grilled and Roast, right? <laughs> right. Fried best one, grilled the second. And roast being the last, and you got to roast that one, right? Right. So, simply talking about different cuisines. Fried, mm -hmm. grilled, and roast. Jap I mean, Chinese, Japanese, Italian, Mexican food. Uh, well, Chinese, Japanese is, is getting roasted. It's last. Um, You said fried is first? Fried is best one. Yeah, Italian food. I love Italian food. Mexican second. Okay, so why is Mexican second? I mean, you know, the margaritas do save it. I don't wrong. I mean, Mexican food is good. And I've I've had authentic Mexican food and I've been what I've been trying to do when I go to Mexican restaurants is try different things instead of just constantly getting the burrito or quesadilla. So 
may ask me in a year how I feel about Mexican food after I've tried these other dishes. I was like, like every soup I've had made made by their chefs, fire. Mm-hmm. Talking about every pe- every soup I've ever had is fire. Um, so I just try to just try to eat these the different dishes. So like I've tried like a lot of dishes of Italian food. So that's why impasta is like really my thing. Uh-huh. You know it's my favorite kind of food. So you know I. I like I can I can go eat some pasta right now. Like maybe I really want to go to Villa Castellano to give me some more, uh some ravi some ravioli or go to Amerigos and give me uh this uh what the guy it's a tortellini. Oh okay. That's pretty fire. I, I think what's called Lou Ducini's Ducasi's or something like that. I would keep what they call. But they have fresh fresh pasta. Yeah, like take it home. You can make your own stuff. Man, yeah, I think that's a dope Ooh. concept. I, they, they remind me of a story. Uh, <laughs> I remember being in college, right? And so, you know, you try to work on the budget and whatnot. Cool. So I wanted a pizza. And I like, I really didn't feel like eating Papa John's. You know, that's that when it's expensive. That's pre, pre-nigga Papa <laughs> John's. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want Domino's or <laughs> I didn't want Domino's or Pizza Hut. So I like, man, cool. You know what I'm saying? Papa Murphy's, right? So I ordered my stuff. I went to go pick it up. I they got a delivery drive. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's a little small spot. You didn't know. I didn't know. I got there and I didn't smell anything. Like I didn't I smell freshness, but I didn't smell, you know, I used to walk in the pizza but you smell the pizzas being cooked. So I walked up. I said, oh, I guess you can make your own little pizza here. It's so cool. That's cool. A little Subway pizza joint, right? So I'm thinking, I, so I told her my name, Sean. I said, okay, cool. I'm going to go get it. And then she brought it to me. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what's, what's the problem? I said, why is it not cooked? She said, oh, you take that home and cook it. I said, I did not know that. But okay, cool. You know, I already paid for it. I took on by the way, it was great. But point was, I was so fucking like pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking pissed, dude. Like man, like yeah. swing on the lady behind the kitchen. Yeah, like I thought she was playing in my face. Like I thought, like, how are you like I ordered a piece of to be done? Like, what you mean? Man, it was like a heavy. It was a heavy piece of too. Yeah, all the top, like all it was like a meatloaf. It's like, bro. But Joe, but Joe, how much did you pay for it though? I think that joint was probably like a hot. I think this was back in twenty twelve. So it, that joint was probably like ten dollars. Right. It was like an extra. It was an extra large. And everything. It joint. It was good once you cooked it though. <laughs> <laughs> man was like, man, baby, put that back in the. Man, I'm talking about mad at hell. Cause I'm like, I had my my ex, we was living together. So you know what I'm saying? She was like, shit, she was hungry. So I had to hear her mouth. Wait a minute. Did she know about Papa Murphy's? No, we both didn't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I say if she knew it, you went mad. <laughs> but she laughed at me. She wasn't mad, but she was giving me hell about it though. But How she you didn't hell, know. But I didn't know either. <laughs> you ain't know I ain't know we both looking stupid 
Well, that was when I was always, I always felt like I had to be the right, be right and shit. So it was so time to finally rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, people of all ages. It was her moment, so. She signed on on that one. <laughs> yeah, but back to the Italian food. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I think because I watched a show called Master None, I want to go to Italy. Oh, like, yeah, authentically, yeah. how to make crazy, how to make pasta, and that's another an appliance. I want a pasta maker. <laughs> now I think about it. I want a pasta maker so I can make them drums from scratch. Yeah, making pasta is pretty neat though. It's a whole process, pretty neat. Exactly. Like I just want to throw on my headphones. Like cooking in itself, dude, is 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 peaceful. Like I know a lot of people look at it like it's a chore or something, but I ain't never been too tired to cook. Uh like I've worked twelve hours, come home and cook to put my headphones on, put pour my whiskey up, and I'm just in the kitchen vibing, cooking cooking a, a meal. And Sit down and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? The only time I've ever been, been tired of cooking is like when I had to cook for y'all asses. But thanks wow. And, wow. And really. Man, wow. that's that a lot. Wow, you sound grateful there. That's a lot, though. That's a lot of moving. That's why I, I could never work in a restaurant, dude. I didn't ask you to make all that food, sir. Well, hey, we all needed a place to eat, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I come from a family. They had like nine, nine ten fours up there. They're gonna blame us. Like, how you blame us, bro? It was a lot of food every time. Yep, and I left with a lot of food every time. Yeah, and I, and it's, I still had food left. That's the crazy thing about it. Folks left with plenty to go places. And still, yeah, <laughs> I still had plenty of food. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, that's why I said I had to learn about proportion sizes, like how to feed people, how, what to get, actually get, and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, you live and you learn, Sean. You live and you learn. Yeah, but it'd be a while if I cook for a holiday again, at least fully. I might, I might grill and say, "Hey, I right, start this night. You bring this side. You bring this side." <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. Anything else you got to say to the people, Sean? I mean, make sure y'all you share this. You know what I'm saying with your friends and your families. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got stories. I mean, food is really the 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 bringer. You know what I'm saying? It will bring people together. Food and sports. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sure it is. Because it's dope content. Appreciate gonna it. Tell you, he going to tell you about some good, some good alcohol that you might not ever heard of. A drink that you might never seen. Oh, speaking of that, um, stop drinking Casamigos, damn it. Oh, that New Orleans was the first and last time. <laughs> that three week I told you, I was telling somebody, I was telling them, they was like, what it is there? Like, that, I just had the three versions of Cosmigos in one cup. And the drink was good. So I was gulping it. And I, I know I'm on the table. So, you know, you know what? Shout out to nice guy. Shout out to him. Yeah. I think we went to the uh, went to the rooftop spot. What it called? Tin Roof or something Tin like roof. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I barely drank there because shit, the Cosmigo was still in my veins. Oh, I was still hitting you around that time, wasn't it? Still, I'm just out here just trying to chill and relax. Went to a whole nother spot. He boom, hit the wall, like like hell, bro. <laughs> I, I'm gonna plan another one, man, because I gotta I gotta cancel my birthday trip. Yeah, that's sad. For my knee. Oh man, don't hoop with the hood, folks, man. <laughs> Derrick Rose out here. 
messing up his own birthday trip. Yeah, man, Cancun. I was gonna like jump off, you know, cliffs and all that. I like, I can't do that. Um, I ain't trying to go down there and like mess up my knees some more. So I probably plan something else. Might fuck around and go to New Orleans again on the train. This man ain't here getting injured. I mean, Leg out here snapping. Snap, cracker, and pop. Pop. I heard they pop. I knew what it was. I knew what time it was when I heard they pop. <sighs> I'm glad I never had to add a sprain, though. That MCL sprain, but I didn't. Mm -mm. Man, I tore my ACL strain, a high-grade sprain of my PCL and my meniscus. Yikes. My meniscus hanging on by three, so they probably gonna, they probably gonna fix it while they in my leg, too. Yeah, yours is pretty much hanging on by a piece of string in the whole yeah, America. Yeah, cause I got two bone too. It's it's uh like yeah, my knees just rubbing together type shit. Oh yeah, you definitely gotta be sitting out for a while. But anywho, right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is the end of the Big Back Lounge. And my man Sean here doing peace signs like a little Asian girl in the <laughs> that they be doing. Yeah, that little peace sign. Yeah, that little two with the leg up. You about to do the yeah. leg with it. But, yeah, I can't do no leg up. Oh, you can't do the leg, <laughs> but. <laughs> but yo, man, thank y'all for listening. I'm going to link Sean's IG, Twitter, everything with the description so you can follow him. If you take anything a little bit too personally, you're free to unfollow. <laughs> um, just letting you know. In advance, that's my guy. I'm going to make sure you understand what's going on here. That you know the vibes. But anyway, thank y'all for joining me in the Big Back Lounge. And always remember, your Big Back ass always allowed to chill with me in the Big Back Lounge. Also, ladies, I just want to say, oh God, he knew you was big. Get naked. <laughs> that's also true. I knew that beforehand. <laughs>